Here we are. Hello, good morning. Um, we are here. Um, this is part two in our mini series. Really, we're talking about demystifying the, on, the online educational space. And in the next um, few episodes and few weeks, you're going to be hearing us talk about our stories with coming online, Anne and I, um, more than 10 years ago. And then we're going to be sharing stories from our teachers who are coming online now and bringing their work into the online space. I'm really excited to have with me Patty Abel. Welcome, Patty. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Patty is a teacher who's been working with Ann and I in a myriad of ways through many of our different programs and really just totally crushing it. And so, um, but it all, it hasn't always been this way, right? It's like all the barriers, all the challenges, all the struggle, anxiety, overwhelm, like all the things, right, that, that have happened in the last, what's been a year and a half now, it, right? About a year and a half? That I long? So. At least? <laughs> you know, sometimes feels like a time warp. Um, Patty and her uh, husband, Donnie, own uh, Able Wellness, which is in North Carolina. And I'll let her um, tell you a little bit more about their business and um, what they're up to. But we're talking to Patty today because she has been on this beautiful journey. And um, we want to really just highlight that it's not easy, but it's not impossible. And when you start to get the hang of it and you have a strategy and a framework to follow, it is truly, um, this is such a uh, like mundane way of putting it, but like it's a rinse and repeat kind of situation. But having that that clarity of strategy and framework actually allows us to be really creative and really expansive in how we bring our work online. Um, and what I love about you, Patty, and your work, and we get this question sometimes is like, what are you telling us to bring our work online solely like take everything online like no 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 that's not the that's not the the way to do it that's not what we're saying but there is this beautiful rich opportunity in the online space that i think feels really scary to many many of us and i certainly um had that experience you know 10 12 years ago when i was starting to consider it and figuring it out it was constantly overwhelming and i did we didn't really have the resources especially for educators in the movement field um, and embodiment field that we have today. So Patty, welcome again. And tell us a little bit about what you and Donnie are up to with Able Wellness. Tell us about your business. Um, as you said, our business, we're in uh, North Carolina. We're in the Western mountains of North Carolina. And um, we've had, we had had a storefront uh, studio for 10 years um, when COVID hit and we decided to bring it home. And so we have a home studio now, but I always knew I wanted to take and do some online things, especially I think most of us looked at that even more when we were, you know, sheltered in place for a while. And, you know, we did the classes online and stuff like that, but I just don't feel like you can give everyone, uh, it's just a class, you know. It's, right. It's, it's not as deep of education as what we like to, to share, Donnie and I. Yeah. And so I um, knew I wanted to do online, but had no idea where to start. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Had lots of ideas of, you know, classes and everything, but just didn't know where to, to start because I didn't have a, a system, you know, there's no system in place, how to even, you know, go about, about it um, yeah. in a way that would actually educate um, mm. people. And, you know, I wanted to, I, I love to that richness of community. Mm-hmm. And I guess part of, you know, part of me always is one with online worried about how do you create that when you're not, you know, because we're taught so much hands on and being with someone. Yeah. In the room with somebody. Yes. Yeah, or or how people. Do you do that from an online um, perspective. Yeah. So here you are, you have lots of ideas. You are obviously committed to serving people on multiple levels because the name of your business is Able Wellness. It's not just Pilates. It's not just movement. Um, Donnie is a martial artist. I know you guys practice um, that, I think, together, right? I've seen at least, you know, maybe in an informal way. <laughs> informal way, yes. He, he works with my daughter and I with self-protection. Yeah, there but, you go. Yes. yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Um, but you have this dedicated sense of how you, how you do your work and what you offer and how you want to develop people. Um, and then and then you were really clear that I think like many, many educators of any subject that you don't want to just, you know, have it be surface level. You don't want to just give them a checklist of things to do. You actually want it to have meaning for them and create change for them. So you're speaking about it in terms of, you know, wanting to educate them in a deeper way. Um, and then, and then having all these ideas of like, uh, you know, what you could possibly do, but having no idea how to put those together, where to start with the ideas, how, how to get the work out there. And I think these things are really common for people. Like these are probably the top three most common things, right? Mean integrity, knowing where to start. And then how, what's the process I follow? Because I remember when I first started, I just thought it's, it's, it's impossible to know what to do. It's just impossible because every single person is telling you to do something different and you just keep trying different things, but you're not sticking with anything long enough. And as soon as it doesn't work one time or two times or even five times, you're on to the next thing because you're like, that doesn't work for me. And you make up all kinds of excuses why it doesn't work and why it's not good. I mean, this was definitely my story, I would say, for the first three to five years of trying to to expand my work, you know, online. Um, what other what other barriers or obstacles do you feel like you really came up against? Um, okay, so so COVID hits. And we all go online in some fashion. And I think I'm with you in like, we all kind of adjusted pretty quickly, right? To like running a class on Zoom or running a private session is like no big deal. You you tap into your experience and your, you know, your talents of being with people and connecting with people. But But then you go, well, how do I do this other thing, right? How do I really reach people and educate people? So there's this desire. So you find us and, and tell us a little bit about like, what was your experience? Like, why were we the right fit for you in in moving into this journey and and taking those first steps? Um, that's a good question. 
because, you know, a lot of times I, I guess I go through by intuition what I'm feeling pulled into yeah. and I, I love everything that you and Anne were doing and got on one of your um, calls, mm-hmm. had my husband get on. Yeah. Cause that's always the deciding factor too. Cause I'm okay. like, yeah, let's do this. And he's like, honey, you've done so many different things. And like you said, haven't stuck with it. I haven't, you know, and he listened and he's like, yes, we need to do this. Um, so I guess that's how I got on because we both knew that we wanted to do this online thing, but like you said, it's scary. Yeah. And, um, cause where do you start? How, you know, how do you go about it? How do I stick with it? Amen. <laughs> yeah. Um, because like you said, I had like, you know, tried numerous things and it just have hadn't stuck. Yeah. Uh, so that's been a big one for me is, um, what you guys were teaching us. It stuck. It helped me. And that's what helped me keep going too, because there's so many times I wanted to just like, you know, yeah. throw up my hands and be like, I can't do yeah. this anymore. Um, yeah. even as stubborn as I am. And as persistent as I am, there's certain times that you just want to uh, throw up your hands. So having the community with you guys too, not only with you and Anne, what you were teaching, but then fellow students that were going through the same thing. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that can encourage, you know, um, obstacles for me, myself. Um, I feel like I can get in my own head. Um, a lot and not reaching out for help mm. uh, is a big one for me sometimes thinking I can do it all by myself, which I know I can't. Um, I mean, I can, but I can't. <laughs> right. I have right. to have the tools and the encouragement um, to, to do that, to continue yeah. forward. Um, so that was an obstacle. Um, writing for me. It can be an obstacle. Um, and that is something I've that, especially being in the programs, the various programs with you guys has helped. Um, and a lot of that is just also breaking barriers of um, negative thought patterns. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So, so when you, um, when you start, you have an idea and you start to put it together and you, and then you have to start to write about it, right? You're creating your curriculum Mm -hmm. and that requires writing. And so, um, what are some of the ways in which you have been able to keep shifting and moving closer to overcoming that barrier time and time again? Um, I think the biggest is just really listen the the listening skills to really listen to um, the students that I'm wanting to work with mm. to really know what what they're wanting, what their pain points are, um, and speaking to that, and really thinking about that versus you know just throwing a bunch of words out. <laughs> Yeah. Or thinking that you're supposed to have all the answers and all the great ideas and know exactly how to speak, speak about them or talk about them or share them 
like it, like putting all the responsibility on you, right? That I know that in different moments that has felt really, really heavy and kind of paralyzing. Like mm-hmm. I don't, how am I supposed to have all these answers? Like, where do we, but when we turn our attention and we say, well, our students actually have the answers and we can rely on them. And in fact, we need to rely on them consistent, consistently. We need to be asking them and then listening really well to what it is they're saying and how they're saying it. Yes. Yeah. Great. Um, and then I know that one of the things that you have, um, I don't know if it's a barrier, but, but probably it's like, I have so many ideas. Like, where do I, where do I start? What's the right place to start? And then when we are, when we're teasing out ideas, we're not just saying, okay, here's the topic. We're saying, how am I going to deliver it? Right? So talk to us a little bit about how, how the strategy and framework of creating transformational um, curriculum the strategies that we've given you, how has that supported you by having that formula to follow? How has that given you a sense of clarity or confidence in being able to take your idea and and move forward with it? Um, it's mostly in taking my idea, listening to my student and knowing if that, if it, if it is something, if it is a program that um, is really needed, or if it's just something I'm wanting to to do, love uh, it. Because I think a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm really good at this, and I'm going to do this program, and it's not what what's needed, right, at, at the moment, or not what's needed by you know your your core of people that you're wanting to, to work with and the transformation that you're, you're wanting them to have. Yeah. Uh, So being able to learn, you know, how to hone down that transformation and the result that you're wanting to receive for those individuals helps greatly in deciding the program, the, the length of the program, um, and what should be in it and not because like you mentioned earlier, I have lots of ideas and I felt like I could put way too much into something, which is not only overwhelming to me trying to, you know, over deliver, Mm -hmm. but it's overwhelming to the individual that's trying to learn because it's just too much. Yeah. It's not a, it's not attainable if it's just so, so so I think that was a big thing for me with going through the framework that you guys gave was um, realizing that less is actually more. Yes. Yeah. So I have, I have so many follow-up questions, but the one I want to start with is what, what, what was your experience when you weren't on point with like, what, what happens when you're being driven by like something you just want to do and then you find out and like what happens when you're not really listening and you're not really connecting, like what has happened to you, whether it's you did a gauging interest post or you wrote a post or you actually started to launch a program and what's the feedback you get when you're not aligned with the, with the topic and your, and your soulmate students? Um, the feedback is crickets. <laughs> right. <laughs> there is no feedback. There is no feedback. Um, 
And it's like, you're pedaling, 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 and you're getting frustrated and you're getting no response. And, um, yeah, it's like, I, cause I did that with my first, my first one. That's I was right. like, this is what I'm going to do. And I had worked the whole thing. And then it's like, this isn't, it, and it didn't feel right in me either. Mm. Um, yes, it's not only listening to your students, it's about learning how to listen to yourself. Yeah, because well, if, if you can't feel it, you, you definitely can't be talking about it and getting people interested in it if it's kind of like, eh, it just doesn't, doesn't sit, sit right. Um, right. So I found that I had to give myself the grace of saying, okay, you just wrote out a whole 12-week program you've got to repunt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And grace is the word. I'll tell you self-compassion, grace, patience, um, realizing that you're, you're creating for, for the longer term, right? You're creating the bigger vision. And this one moment is, although it feels like it's everything because Mm -hmm. it's all you're thinking about. And, and you're also going through a pretty intense learning process and, and, and a, like integration process, like a launch process, right? Like you're, you're not only pulling it out of you and figuring out how to, you know, make the thing, but then this, this birthing process, (laughs) it's it's a lot. And I, and I really, you know, admire your ability to keep correcting course. And I think that's why you're doing so well now um, is because you have that you've learned how to do that. You know, we, we learn how to do that in different contexts in our lives, right. Through different moments, being a parent, owning a studio, learning a new skill or craft, but then we have to kind of learn it all over again in a, in, in the new context. Um, we talked yesterday in our podcast, um, in part one of this mini series about being in the age of transformation for online courses and, when I heard that recently um, from one of our industry leaders, Danny Inney, um, I got really excited because I thought, man, we are ahead of the game. We've been talking about transformation for the you know the last 10 years. And I think as people who are inclined toward what you were speaking to earlier, which is wanting to really educate people on a deeper level, we we may not use that language transformation, but that is what we're doing. That's like the point of it, right? That's the that's the entry for us. And what's really beautiful is that right now, the way we are able to, uh, both with science and knowledge, and also with the software and uh, you know the tools that we have at our fingertips, we can create transformation. But in order to do that, I mean, you could have all the tools lying at your feet. But if you don't know what the transformation is, it gets real tricky. So you mentioned before um, that understanding the transformation that your students are wanting helped you to decide both the length of the program and then what to put in the program. Can you talk to us a little bit more about, about that? Like, how is that helpful? Like, how does that inform you? when you're creating? Hmm. 
So tell us, so you're doing a really cool program right now, which I love, and you all should check out Patty Abel, friend her on Facebook. She's doing a bolster de-stress three-part holiday retreat, which I love this concept. Um, it's three parts. It's pre-Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas, and New Year's. Love this idea so much. And what I think is really fun is that the framework, the curriculum framework, the transformative and embodied curriculum framework that we teach and that we've given you has allowed you to create lots of different programs at this point, both mm -hmm. short-term and long-term, but each one has a different transformation, right? And in our work, we talk about the transformation or result statement as like one of the guideposts for making all these other decisions. And this is what's so beautiful, right? About having a framework that aligns with us as embodied educators um, no matter what field we're coming from, is that we always have a place to start and we have a place to keep keep saying, am I on track? Am I on track? Am I on track? And to your point earlier, Patty, of like over-delivering, you know, what we always talk about, this comes from my days as a writer and a journalist, is 30%. You cut 30%. So in your mind, when you're when you're like looking at all the things you want to include, there's this little thing like, oh, 30% less, take, take <laughs> out, like cut the fat, but we can use the transformation that we are intending to help us trim the fat too. So talk to us about in this three-part program, what's the transformation you're trying to provide for your, for your people? The transformation for this one is to help them through the stress of the holidays and what that causes in, in their bodies and to know that they have something that they can fall back on, you know, at the end of the day, you know, after you've worked all day, um, after, um, you've had to go to this jet to this holiday party or that holiday party or, um, run and get these gifts that you have the strategies and tools to support yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, so that you don't have to be a stress ball through the holiday. So the biggest transformation is not being stressed out through the holiday and actually being able to enjoy the holidays. Because yeah. um, I feel like we, it, the holidays can be so, um, you know, they're enjoyable, but not at the same time. Yeah. Stress so, side of it. Um, yeah. So tell me about, because I have my own, my own, uh, my own opinion about this, but you've decided to do it in three parts. Why is that important? And how does that relate to the transformation? Because what if you just did a pre-Thanksgiving workshop and, and maybe you had, you know, in, and, and in our language, in our realm, the way we design education of any kind, workshops, retreats, et cetera, mm -hmm. is that there's pre-work and post-work right before the actual event. So let's just say you did a workshop that had some pre-work, the workshop and post-work. Why would that not be enough to get your people to the transformation that you're really looking to achieve for them? Well, in this one, if I, I feel like if I just did Thanksgiving, everything gets crazy and hectic and they're going to forget and be nuts before Christmas. That's uh, right. So I strategy, my strategy on it was to 
time it to where it's like right before each holiday, like Thanksgiving and Christmas to support them through the, the stressful time and to give them, and it would build, you know, what we do on Thanksgiving will build into Christmas. But both of those, those two are all around like stress release. Yeah. Management. It's management. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, but we have new year's after that. And once we get to new year's now we, we were ready to, you know, embrace the new year and get going. So then the other two filter into now we're going to create energy and um, toning and strengthening in to start the new year with um, some gusto, you know, cause yeah. now we've, we've made it through with all the stress and we're like, yes, I've, I did this and now I'm ready to um, attack the new year. Right. So, so Patty has a very clear sense of who her people are. She has a clear sense of who she is and what she wants to do and how she wants to serve. And she has some, she has some really crystalline clarity about this transformation that she's wanting to support in her students through this particular program. Um, And you can see that when you have these points of clarity, Choosing how to deliver or the length of your program becomes very easy because you always have a way to check. Am I on track? Am I on track? Does it align? Does it align? Um, what, what else can you share about overcoming barriers or roadblocks in bringing your work online? Because you and, and Donnie still have a thriving in-person business that's very important mm-hmm. to you. And so... Um, what else has been helpful in terms of bringing this aspect into your into your business model, making it what we talk about is hybrid, right? Mm-hmm. So you have this beautiful hybrid, very robust and growing in robustness business that is both in person and in the online space. Yeah, I like the um, because we we love working in studio and online and to be able to do both, like you said, hybrid, where I might have clients or students that work with us individually in person, but they're wanting something in between. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes those will, you know, click into our courses because they go along with what they're already doing. Um, Or they want a, a combination of both. So we work with them you know, we might do private mentoring with them in between. Um, but I'm always taking into consideration, you know, not only our clients that we, or our students that we see in studio, but we have those that are all over, you know, we have mm-hmm. ones that are, I call them you know, that are transient. They might live here part of the year and they might live in Florida or someplace part of the year. Right. Or they've lived here and then they've moved away. Right. Um, or people that we meet different ways. So what we do, I want to be able to always offer that regardless of where someone is at mm-hmm. um, and not be locked into just working with someone in, in studio. The other thing I feel like is you can only do so much in studio. 
Because when people come in, they're wanting to work out. So, I mean, you can't go into all of this education piece to where they can get a much bigger transformation that's going to stick with them for the rest of their life. Yes. Um, you know, cause if they're just coming in and you're, they're getting a session, you can touch on some of that, but not, you can't get to that deep, deep level that you can in a course yeah, or in a, you know, and in that online environment, because then you can go into those deeper areas, um, yeah. to where they can really make those transformations because transformation is not, not just about movement probably yeah. far from movement. <laughs> Yeah. So what is it, what has it felt like to have now this toolbox and this framework to be able to do the work that you've been desiring to do? Trying to put a word with it. Um, Cause it just like makes me sigh. Like I, I, heard. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know if I need an answer. <laughs> just, I mean, re- relieving, um, it's energizing too. And um, I'm trying to think, there's so many words that can go with it. Um, because I, it, it makes you feel like there is no boundaries. Oof. Um, you know, you can, you can take it as far as you allow yourself to take it. Yeah. Um, once you have the framework and the tools to do it. And, and continuing to, for me too, it's continuing to work on myself. Mm. You know, I can't just go, okay, I learned all this. Um, because like you said, I've been with you guys for a year, year and a half, and I still feel like I'm learning every time I log into, you know, one of, one of our programs, I learn mm. and it can even be, you know, going back to some of the stuff that we originally um, did. And I learned something new every time it's like, Oh, or you're like, how did I not get that? Uh, yeah. Well, you're so many things you have to kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's a layering process. We know mm-hmm. that, right. We know learning and growth is a layering process. And, um, uh, I want to just, uh, I want to like lift you up a little bit because I, I, you are now one of our ambassadors. So Patty now comes back into, our 12-week embodied course creation program with um, one or two of our other alumni because Patty's in the mastermind group. She's in the the nine-month long-term coaching group, but she comes back in and she gets to support the other teachers. And isn't that a beautiful thing? I mean, we know that when we start to take this new knowledge and we teach other people, it takes a deeper hold in us. And certainly, you know, Ann and I are on this path always. Like every time we talk to you and we meet with you and we teach the group, we're learning something about our own, you know, our own business. So it's a really thrilling process when you start to break through these barriers and eliminate the unknown. And you're like, oh, I have a system. I have a system that supports me in easily creating online, but also gets me like I can be an integrity in my work and I can really provide this deep transformation that I'm desiring to, to create. Um, it's really the best of both worlds in my opinion. Yeah. So what would you, what one piece of advice would you give to somebody who's listening, who wants to take their work, any kind of work 
whether it's movement or other, um, into the online space? Like what, what piece of advice might you give them? Um, don't do it by yourself because <laughs> you need the, you know, you, you need someone who's been there to teach you. So I, I can't imagine doing what I've done there. Well, there's no way I could have done what I've done without the mentoring from you and Ann. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my first thing. Cause if they're listening to this, they need to get with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you for that. Yes. Secondly is just n- to give yourself grace and not give up. Yeah. And you know, when, when, when it gets tough and you're just like, oh, I can't do this, um, reach out, you know, reach out to your mentors, reach out to your, um, you know, your encouragement group or your, you know, your peers that you're working with, um, to help, you know, lift, lift you up and keep you going. Um, mm-hmm. but probably, I guess the big, biggest is, you know, with all those don't just don't give up, um, yeah. because it is work, you know, I'm not going to say it's not work, it's work. Right. And, um, but in the end, when you, when you push through it and you get to see the results, not only in those that you're, you're working with and that you're helping, um, along the way, you're doing the same for yourself uh, because you're showing yourself that you can, can do it, which will start getting, because I think we all get locked into, um, negative thoughts and patterns. Yeah. Um, so the biggest is just to not, not give into that. Yeah. And it, that is not easy mm-hmm. and we need support mm-hmm. to do that. Yes. Yeah. You, you definitely need support. Yeah. So, uh, f- first, as we sign off here, I want to invite everybody to find Patty, um, and able wellness on Facebook. Do you, you have an Instagram feed as mm-hmm. well? Okay. Is it just Patty Able or what is uh, it? Able? It's, it's Able Wellness NC, I think. Okay. So um, find these two, follow Patty's work, get a sense of what she's been able to do and create. Um, and I know that you will continue to create amazing things. You have so many wonderful ideas. And then I just wrote something this morning for our newsletter and I was reflecting on our core values uh, as a business. And I was thinking generosity, growth, and impact are really three of our core values. And this whole two weeks, we're really, we're, we're, we're like, it's beautiful because it's an opportunity for us to highlight all three of those core values. So in the direct, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, what's the word for heaven's sakes? Um, in the vein of generosity, I would like to invite you to um, download a free resource from Abe Crystal, who we use a platform, and we were talking about this uh, in detail yesterday, called Rizuku. It's an online educational uh, platform that I've been using for a decade. And the reason I've been using it for so long is because it supports motivation, engagement, and transformation in a way that no other platform that I have ever experienced does. So from a creator's perspective and a participant's perspective, um, it's intuitive, it's simple, it's um, beautiful, and it does exactly what we want it to do to uphold the integrity of our work and, and make change for people. 
So Abe wrote a, a report talking about seven ways we can leverage online courses and online learning to build our businesses. And it's called Money Maps. And if you go into the Lucrative Course Creation um, Facebook group, you can grab the link. You can go to my Facebook page and grab the link and download the report. Um, and then, of course, again, in the spirit of generosity, spirit, that's the word I was looking for earlier. Um, Abe has also got lots of really great extra free bonus stuff for you. So um, we're here to help demystify the online education space for you in this mini series and to show you how easy it can be to overcome barriers to get to this place that we are in, that Patty is in, that so many of our teachers have been able to achieve of, of expanding their work and creating more joy and more money, which is great for, for everybody all around. So thank you, Patty. Thank so you. nice to be with you. And we look forward to sharing more of this mini series with you in the coming days. Well, as always, we'd like to say a big thank you for your time and attention. We know how precious it is. We love hanging out with you and serving this amazing community of inspired leaders and educators who desire to make a bigger impact and bring their whole selves to this awesome party. We hope you are leaving feeling a little inspired, refreshed, maybe even excited, and a little bit giddy. The absolute sweetest and most powerful thing you can do to support this not-for-profit, minimally sponsored podcast is to tell us how much you love us, and there are a couple of ways you can do that. You can leave us your comments and reviews on iTunes or YouTube. Both are better. And if you didn't know we have a YouTube channel, now you do. Or by sending us the occasional love letter to embodiedbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, we hope you'll keep asking, how do I want my business and my life to feel?